0: Hi, welcome to the Crape Hanger Podcast. I'm Diana. I'm Tess. And uh, how could this be a current events political podcast in 2016 without talking about Donald Trump? He's a newsmaker. So uh the uh, so the the topic today is
1: Ugh, oh, you made me defend Trump again.
0: DO oh! <laughs> So just to start off, I am uh when the primaries began way before the primaries actually, but when the first debate began,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was not a Trump supporter. Right. I uh, I had my candidate. And I wouldn't even say Trump was like second or third on my list right. or fifth, let's say. Maybe fifth, sixth. Right. But now we're at the end. <laughs> and
1: very limited options.
0: I'm still not a big Trump supporter. Right. But this is my dilemma. Everybody who is so vocally against him, makes me want to defend him. Right. Every time they tell a lie about him, I feel the need to defend him. So people think I'm a big Trump supporter when in fact, I just like facts. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I
1: I suffer from the same dilemma as well. The same well. affliction. That's how come we're doing a whole podcast about it. it which is funny too, because the more you end up defending him and it's irritating but i like truth and i like facts too but then it sets you up with this kind of weird bond because you you (laughs) are always bringing out the positive side when you're not necessarily you don't necessarily like him to begin with so it's kind of a weird Dichotomy that I go through.
0: I think him. I think this is something that um, that the media isn't really picking up on. They keep saying, "Oh, Trump supporters are supporting him because they're angry and mm-hmm. you know, and they want change." But part of it is also that Americans love an underdog story. Right. And when else in our lives would a billionaire like Donald Trump uh-huh. be thought of as an underdog? He's, he's, yeah. he's a media genius. He's crafted this in such a way mm-hmm. that he's the underdog, that he's the one fighting for the masses. And it's, <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense, but it's it's visceral, you know, the reaction right. you have to it. And I just, I keep defending him. I don't want to. I don't There's...
1: want to either. I mean, that's how come I get so, oh, exacerbated rated. <laughs> I don't know, but it wears me out a little bit, because I don't want to defend him, but it's so unfair, like some of the portrayal, and then I was at a meeting um, the other week, and somebody, and it was, um, all Republicans were there, and somebody had defended Trump, or well, not defended, somebody said something about Trump and the media and how he was being misportrayed. And this other gentleman just totally stressed out about it. And pretty soon it was a yelling match. And I'm like, you guys are on the same side. You know that, right? But a total meltdown. And then the person wouldn't even listen to the arguments the woman was trying to say for Trump and she's like I don't like Trump either she's like my husband voted for him I don't necessarily like him but I agree that he's being misportrayed you know and he didn't want to hear anything so it was very um, and I was kind of stuck in the middle so it was uncomfortable to say the least but I totally get not wanting to but you have to spread the truth even if it's painful (laughs)
0: Well, and I I told some people a few weeks ago that it's time to just accept. It's inevitable. You know, I kept saying it's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be huge. He's gonna be president. It's gonna be the best it's gonna, thing ever. He's gonna be the candidate. It's inevitable. But when I initially mm-hmm. came to the decision that it's inevitable, he's gonna be the right. the candidate, I was sad. I was a little heartbroken. Um, mainly because I was way too invested in my own candidate, but also because I don't know how he will be as president. Mm -hmm. But once I got over that initial shock Uh that it was inevitable, I'm still not happy about it. But I have to say there is a certain calm and peace that right. i have found by by this some tranquility as i go through these 10 steps as
1: i yes. as i finally say
0: it's okay if he's the, the nominee it's okay
1: and it really will be okay it'll be fine i think out of all of them he's definitely the most teachable and what i do like about trump is that he knows he didn't make it to where he is. Financially, just business, with his business success, he did not make that there by himself. You know, he wasn't an island of one. And he understands that it takes like a large majority of people working together to make an empire. So he has made an empire. Nobody's denying it. There has been some failures. But he's been hugely successful, and there has been a group of people to work with him to do it. And I think when he takes office, he's going to bring that same mentality. He's not the kind of politician who is always um, has to work on their own because they're always worried about reelection. You know, so they they work more independently in a weird way. You know what I mean? Sure. Whereas he, he's like. Dude, I have people for that. I don't need to have my fingers <laughs> in everything. Yes. I'm going to find the best people, the greatest people. <laughs> I'm going to subcontract that out. And I think that's brilliant. I mean, he's bringing on Carson. I love Carson. I He's li- smart like that.
0: I like the idea of a president who says,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am not the one with all the answers, but I know people. And they know right. stuff. I like that. I, it's a far cry from right now with Obama. Where mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I know what's best for all of you.
1: Where's my pin?
0: <laughs> you know, I will take care of everything because right. you clearly cannot. <laughs> you, you don't know. <laughs> you know it, it, and when he does bring in an advisor, it's someone who is basically just, yes, Oh yes, whatever you okay. say, you know, Mr. President. Mm-hmm. With Trump... There's a little bit of that that I'm afraid of that he right. surrounds himself with some people who do feed his ego. Right. But on the other hand, I think he, I think he's smart enough to know what he doesn't know.
1: Right, and he couldn't be so successful in so many different ventures. It's not like he's just successful in one thing, you know, one business uh, revenue system. He he has very many different ones and and he's got people for that. And if his biggest skill is finding the correct person to get him from point A to point B, that's please take America <laughs> on. <You know, like laughs> that's, that's a valuable skill need. to have. Yeah, and I don't see that the other ones necessarily have that in spades like he does. So I'm not Worried about him blowing up the world. No. I, I, I don't think so at
0: all. No, I people also way overestimate the power the president has. Right. Partially because Obama has abused that power so yes. much. But in reality, <laughs> if we can just pretend the last eight years wasn't reality, it's not canon, as they say. Yeah. Um, the president doesn't do nearly as much as people think. Um, but the Supreme Court justices, Trump isn't going to just pick people because he owes someone a favor. I think think he's going to to really think about it. And maybe there'll be some dealing going on, because I have this whole conspiracy theory (laughs) that's completely off topic about you right, know, Chris Christie being the attorney general, and then the next spot on the Supreme Court he gets, and that scares oh. me. But I don't. I know a lot of people who are Republicans and conservatives mm-hmm. are concerned that Trump would appoint someone who's more liberal as uh, as a Supreme Court justice. Well, I could see that happening, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, depending on what. I think he'd be more what centrist.
1: Whoever he would pick, I would I would think so. Cause once again, because he is so driven by wanting to win, it's that's kind of a very valuable asset because then he's not motivated by his feelings or his personal ideology the way Obama is. Obama has a vision and it's uh, based on a personal, internal narrative. Trump's not like that. He's like, I want this and this and this, and how do I get that? So his opinions, I think are more flexible. Like he's not totally invested with his, his heart. He would be more invested with his mind and his logic to, he'd be very long sighted, I, I believe.
0: So, defending Trump, um, the one thing, if I could ask Mr. Trump, uh, Mr. Future President Trump, <laughs> if I could ask him to do me one favor, if he could just do me a solid, <laughs> right. if he could just come out with some more concrete policies, mm-hmm. uh, that would be great. If you could just do that, Mr. Trump. I know you're a, a fan. <laughs> I know you're listening. If you could just... <laughs> just to put out some some extra papers. Just because at this stage, candidates don't normally have a ton of policy Mm -hmm. plans out there unless they've ran a billion times for president or already run for Senate 20 times. They have this long record they have to defend. So since he doesn't have any of that, a lot of people that I've had to defend him to their complaint is that he doesn't have any policies. He doesn't talk about. It. And when I explain, then you know, all he's got is the wall. And when I say, well, he does have a tax plan up. Mm-hmm. He does have this. He does have that. You know, it's not a lot. It's right. not very in depth. A lot of it boils down to. So we'll see how things are when I become president, and we'll get the experts. Which I think is valid to say in a lot of cases.
1: But another thing too, I think people don't understand is there. It's hard to make up a plan if you don't have access to certain information. So at this stage of the game, you know, because like during a presidential, um, the presidential debates, and during that time when you have the major players pitted against each other, um, the the challenger has access to a lot of different material he has the same access to the material that the president does i guess is what i'm saying so they can make a more informed decision at that level whereas i'm not sure just in the primaries if they're given that term?
0: Ooh, way over time. Um, so uh, so I digress, once again, to go on to immigration. But that's what a lot of his detractors say. He's
1: And it's such a small part, because you know he's going to be about the things he's best at first, which is the economy. And that's what people are most concerned about anyway. So the rest is smoke and mirrors. And that's what I
0: don't like about the people who yell loudest, I guess. Well, it becomes it becomes a soundbite. Trump's a racist. Right. Okay, so what else you got? Well, well that's and what then I got.
1: I said. Um, I saw a news commentator uh, yesterday who doesn't like Trump, but she said the reason he did so well in New York was because people knew him best. I'm well, like, what does he, that tell you then that he's not such a horrible guy? If he got, you know, 60, 70% of the vote, it's like anybody who knows him, I think, really likes him.
0: I don't buy for a moment. I think in a general election, name recognition might help you. In a primary, no, because people who vote in primaries are there to vote for the primary. They're not there because, oh, it's a general election. I got to go vote. Right. No, they are specifically. It's too much of a hassle. To go down someplace, wait in a line, yeah. get out your ID. It's too difficult to register in some places, particularly New York. So, six months
1: or nine months. In it, some. They had to register in October, October, November, December, January, February, March. It's six, six months, months in advance. Yeah, that's months. crazy. That's,
0: it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And especially mm-hmm. this particular election cycle where in October... Who, were you thinking about your primary? Well, you didn't even know the candidates at that point. We had time. So, okay. um, so my complaint is I don't like having to defend Trump, but I will, and I just see it getting worse. I predict in the future we will all be defending Trump. <laughs> I, <laughs> and then, because it makes
1: you like him more? Because and then, the because I him? like him. And who knows? Maybe we'll love him by the end of it. I become
0: invested in him. I like the <laughs> underdog story. Well, he's just not that bad. I mean, you would have to really bypass
1: a lot of logic just to say, oh, he says this and this and this, and this is in discount every action and every success that he's ever had. Yeah. It's like, okay, sticks and stones, I guess. And we also
0: (laughs) have to then blame him for everything anyone who supports him says or does. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. When you think about it, you can't just say because one of his supporters did something i disagree I, I why doesn't that logic apply then to bernie sanders supporters who do yeah. some really crazy things yeah. but then people say oh that's just crazy bernie supporters
1: well it's such a double standard it really that's is.
0: Okay. and that might be a future topic the double for standard we'll mix it in with media bias <laughs>
1: so hypocrisy
0: so once again thank you for listening to the crape hanger podcast you can view our lovely website, crepehanger.com, and add your voice to the discussion. Uh, keep in mind that on Thursdays, it's Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Very exciting. Usually post a particular theory that I like, be it political, uh, alien-related, or... Because, uh, once again, you are our
1: for <laughs> alien theorist, theorist <laughs> ancient
0: alien theorist. And... Uh, also, if uh, if you have your own particular theory, uh, your own oh that would be a own conspiracy time. you'd like to to tell us about, tell us about it. Um, in fact, uh, send it to uh, conspiracy at crepehanger.com. <laughs> nice. I would love to hear your conspiracies. Yeah. So you know, I would love to read it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Diana saying I'm still Tess uh, saying goodbye. Goodbye, Tess. Bye. I'm a little bit of a ball, 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 I'm a little